0: Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim This is the English translation a summary and a gist of the majlis of Hazrat Maqbool Zama Saab Damat Barakatuhum which took place on Thursday the 7th of October 2021 the Islamic date being 29th of Safar 1443 this majlis took place at about 11 am in the morning the majlis took place at Darul Lum, Darain, Turkesar. Hazarwala starts off and begins by quoting the verses of Surah Ta Amri, wa'hlul Thereafter, Hazarwala goes on to say that my dear friends, elders and beloved ones today ulama have come in huge numbers this i can only attribute to their talab and their thirst and this is the wazifa of an alim this is his task and his duty that wherever he finds ilm he presents himself there and he takes it Musa alayhi salatu was salam when he was sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Fir'aun. Musa alayhi salatu was sent also to go and achieve knowledge. Musa alayhi salatu wa salam was sent to go and achieve some knowledge. He was made to undertake a safar and he was from the Ulul Azm Anbiya alayhi salatu the prominent Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam. He was sent to someone who was lesser than him in rank because there is still a difference of opinion regarding Khidr alayhi salatu wassalam whether him being an nabi or not. Musa alayhi salatu wassalam was sent there for the purpose of Islah and so that he could reach the Madarija Ulya, the higher stages and stations so we should always be restless in our search and in our quest and when talab when thirst and a quest dominates the seeker then the seven oceans put together will not deter him the huges of mountains will not prevent him. He will still go. Nothing would be able to stand in his way. You people have come. This is a great fortune for me. And like how Musa made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, قَالَ ربي شُرَحْ لِي صدري, I also decided to start off. With Rabbish Rahli Sadri wayesirli umri. So Musa alayhi was when he went to Firaun, he did not ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for any miracles, mu'ajizat, but rather he asked Rabbish Rahli Sodri. He said, Realizing that his task was a great one, Musa alayhi was said, Robbish Rahli Sudhri, O my Rabb Expand. Broaden my chest. Broaden my chest. Hazrat Ta'ala adds, and he says, ilm wal-hilm. Broaden my chest with knowledge and with tolerance. Now look at this here. Musa alayhi salatu was salam made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. And, on the note, of extending a favor, Allah Ta'ala says to Rasulullah sallallahu O Rasul of Allah, did we not expand your chest for you by increasing your knowledge and granting you the ability to, to-, to- tolerate as well So, if a person wants sharah, sharhul sadr, if he wants his chest to be broadened. If he wants his chest to be expanded, then he needs both. He needs ailm and he needs helm. Now, if you take helm, this tolerance, and if you just turn the letters around, you make it back backward, forward, then what would it read? That Hilm, now, you know Hilm, in akhlaq it holds one of the highest stations of akhlaq Hilm, the rank of it. And when you turn it around, it reads Milh. Now how important Hilm and tolerance is in the department of akhlaq we can understand it like this. It is like the importance of salt in food, milh fitam. Like how that food, the, 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 the lazat of it is lost if there is no salt in it. Similarly, that's the rank of tolerance in akhlaq Now, ilm will be your light and hilm, your tolerance, would be the reins of your conveyance and your horse; it will be able to keep you in uh, control. Allah Taala bless us with both. So Musa salatu was did not ask for miracles at, at that time. Rather, Hazrat Waala <coughs> then goes on to say, Hazrat Munawarah wasiullah used to say three: ilm, rifq, and hilm. Knowledge, compassion and tolerance if a person wants to do dawat and Tabligh then he needs to have all these characteristics within him the Rasul of Allah وسلم, always had tolerance the Rasul of Allah had compassion on one occasion we learn from the hadith that a Bedouin, a nomad, Dihati, came into the Masjid al Nawawi and started relieving himself. The Sahaba were almost about to run towards him in preventing him, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam prevented them, saying, Leave him, leave him. Thereafter, once he was done, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam requested for water and threw water over that area and then advised him in this manner that this is a masjid, it is a place for salat, it is a place for the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not for this type of impurity. Nevertheless, this person left and he went to his people, and what was his impression? He said, "Ma kaharani." He did not scold me. He did not reprimand me. In fact, when the traditionists, the muhadithin, make kalam on this particular hadith, they actually say there are so many different wisdoms behind Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam not preventing him immediately, and from among them, from among others, they say that if he had to do that, then. It there would be a great possibility that uh, his bladder would have been affected. His bladder would have been affected. So together with knowledge we need compassion, rather tolerance as well. So for for Islah as well, the ingredients for Islah as well is knowledge, hikmat, wisdom, and Compassion, tolerance Musa wasalam was going to Fir'aun He did not know what Fir'aun is going to do to him He was the tyrant ruler So what did he say? O oh Allah, O oh my Rabb, expand my chest وَيَسِّرْ li And make my task easy A person can even have شَرْحُ sadr But anything in life, so long as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not make it easy for a person, it can never ever be easy. Even this path of ours to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we would stop in this path. We would not be able to go forward if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not make it easy for us. Therefore, you would understand, the one who starts to make claims... In his journey, in this path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he becomes stagnant, rather stationary. And the salik is the one who continues because he does not make claims. Rather, Every that so, every so person, every such a person which has, his weaknesses in front of him. Then he will move with such a speed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The couplets of Hazrat Haji Imdadullah rahimahullah he used to say. Apna mita betna, bita, mi- mita apna. Mera kisne? I removed all my traces. I removed any signs of myself, name, fame, whatever you can call it. I wonder who has spread my fame. And Hazrat Muhammad Ahmad Sahib used to look at those ashar and he used to say his own ashar. His was whoever has erased. His name and his effects, any signs of himself, sultan. He had become then the king of all the continents, of all the continents of the entire world. Ilm kesat tawazu or inkisar. Together with ilm, we need humility, helplessness in the court of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. This great expression of helplessness. So suluk. For the suluk and to tread this path, we need ilm and we need amal as well. من عرف نفسه بالضعف عرف ربه بالقوة The person who recognizes himself with weakness will recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with strength. So, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa always turned to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in submission, humility. He made ruju to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, expressing his helplessness and his uh, weakness. Look at the incident on one occasion: just a small type of a scratch, or cut, or an itch on the hand of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, due to which over and over he began to repeat the great. Article and statement, the sentence, Inna Lillahi wa Inna You know, open up the Kitabs of Tafsir, and you would see the great virtue and privilege of this grand statement. And look at hazard Aisha. Where could she tolerate, own oh, Abi of Allah? It's so meagre. It's so little. It's so small, it's so insignificant. And then too, over and over again, you go on saying, Lillahi wa Inna Ilehi Raji'un." Rather, Allah Ta'ala made it such that he wedded Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and she would go on asking over and over again on different different occasions due to which the Ummah was blessed with this great portion and treasure of knowledge she asked and nabi ﷺ said to her "O oh aisha you are not aware of the end result of this it may seem meager but the end result could be major meaning it could actually lead to amputation of my hand or my arm so these talimat are here for us today as well it is easy the Mashaykh have said that this path to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so long And can be so strenuous that if a person has hundreds and thousands of years, he would not be able to traverse and complete and reach his destination in this time. However, Manana Yakub Sahib immediately says thereafter, Lekin, Agar Allah to that if Allah Ta'ala makes it easy, then in just a matter of minutes and moments a person can reach his destination. Whoever understood his weakness, his gaze is on his faults, then he would speed up with a great pace to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to humble and lower yourself is most definitely incumbent. Sayyid Suleiman Nadwi rahimahullah, asked Hazrat Tanwi that Hazrat, a person uh, has the sometimes he has this uh, these perfections within him, kamalat. Allah Taala has given him. Now how does he save himself in a situation like this? And Hazrat Tanwi so beautifully answered to this uh, question, and he says that understand it to be. An atiyah, a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you understand that it is Allah given, Allah has given it, then pride and arrogance will not come into you and you will understand that Allah has given it. He can snatch it away at any time. You know, there was an Hakim, his nuskhahs and his prescriptions are even mentioned in the besties ever. Hazrat Manashah Wasiullah speaks about him and he would quote this incident to us so that we can take ibrat and lesson from it. He said he was afflicted with a stroke a due to which, I mean, at that time he became so helpless, so helpless, he could, I mean, he lost everything. He could not even recite Suratul fatiha Suratul fatiha So what a person Allah has given him, understand it. To be Allah-given. That health that a person enjoys is Allah-given. It's not your own. Allah can snatch it away at any time. Nevertheless, Musa alayhi salatu goes on to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before undertaking the journey to Fir'aun. And he goes on to say and make dua. wa'hlul Give me salasat in my speech. Untie the knot. Unclear. Meaning that unclear speech that may come on my tongue, untie the knot during the heat of the moment. And it happens in the me heat of the moment, a person uh, uh, he starts to fumble or struggle in speech. Oh Allah, untie the knot of uh, meaning the unclear speech that may come on my tongue during the heat of the moment. And not that. I want this year, not that I can become an orator and people can say uh, he, he's got so much command of the language and he speaks in this way and that way and he gets his message across so clear. No. Yafqahu qawli, I make this dua to you only so that they can understand my speech and I can get the message across to the people that I speak to. So Musa alayhi salatu wasalam made this uh, dua Where is it now? So, Hazrat (laughs) Amir Rahimahullah Taala. went to Hazrat Tan, uh, Haji Saab and when he went there Hazrat Haji Saab I mean he was doing Hazrat Tan, was doing whatever he was doing but at that time he did not increase him in his zikr and shagal and tell him to do this and that and the other he understood his capacity he understood his capability and he said "Ashafali, Ali make tarjuma of this kitab you know it just reminds me hujjatul Islam Kasim Nanotwi Rahimahullah Somebody asked him Hazrat Was Hazrat Haji Sahib an Alim? Of course we understand In the terminology He did not go through the cause And do all those kitabs That we understand today That a person completes it Then he's called, called an Alim Now look at the answer that he gives Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiulullah Sahib Liked this answer so much And he used to say This was because of his Adab He said uh, Alim No he was Alim Gar. Rather, he was a fountain of knowledge. He was oceans of knowledge. He was the knowledge that all the ulama put together needed to get. That's the answer that he gave. Hazrat Ma'ana Qasim sahab na nauti rahimahullah. And he became the sheikh of all the ulama. Ma'ana Ali I heard from him myself, he said that Allah Ta'ala gathered and put together all those Ba Salahiyat people, that people that had great potential, capability and capacity, he put them together at the feet of Hazrat Haji Imdadullah. Rahimahullah. He collected them there. You know, on one occasion, just to give an example of the knowledge that Allah Ta'ala had bestowed him with, someone came to him and said, Hazrat, you give preference to poverty over wealth. However, the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We learn from it that preference is given to ghina over fakr. Doesn't the hadith state, "Al-yadul ulya min that the higher hand is better than the lower hand, the giving hand is better than the receiving hand? So he explained and he said, "Listen, the person who is giving, he is giving ten rupees, ten dinars, ten rands." 10 dirhams, whatever it may be, when he is giving it, the fact of the matter is, he is going that 10 dinars towards poverty, because that's less in his account. And the person who is actually receiving, the person who is actually receiving is becoming 10 rials richer, 10 dinars richer. So in actual sense, the person who is giving is actually going towards poverty and the one who is receiving is going towards wealth. So how can you say that uh, from this hadith, ghina uh, is established, uh, wealth is established, riches and comfort is established, rather it is the opposite way round. Allahu Akbar. What can we say about the person who's got his earthen pot his earthen jar linked to the ocean. There would be no end to what he receives. All of his is coming from the ocean. There will be no scarcity whatsoever. Everything is coming from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for such a person. ka raasta What can we say about that? Today the talaba and the students have also come in large numbers. So I'm speaking about this ilm, the correct ilm will give birth to fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he gave him the kitab to translate. And that's why I'm coming to this point, you know, I've got I, I, I've got a, a program for uh, the students, majlisu tarbiyat, in which they make mushk and they exercise their skills in uh, oratory and in speaking and uh, giving bayan, etc., uh, we need there is a need for this as well. You know, it, it reminds me also. Uh, So there is a great need for this. Look at Hazrat Tanwi translated that kitab. And this is the, uh, the capacity and potential and capabilities that we need to inculcate, create rather, within our Talibah and our students. I was on my way to Canada. I was busy translating Risalatul Mustarshideen. Alhamdulillah, I completed that. I tried to carry out a translation of that. Nevertheless, when I reached there, I told Hazrat Monan Abdullah Sab, Kapodra uh, to do the shara of it. You know, I'll tell you about the shara of it as well. The translation, I wanted Monan Abdullah Kapodra to do it, but the the shara of this was actually carried out by Sheikh Abdul Fattah Abu uh, Sheikh Abdul Fattah Abu Ghudda You know, his son would say. That my father, when he tra- when he carried out the shara, and executed this great task, every day I would watch him, and the kafiat and spiritual state that would overtake him, I cannot explain to you. He would weep when carrying out this this uh, shara, and Morana Abdullah Sahab carried out this year, and in a most Beautiful manner it came to fruition and completion, and I kept the name of this kitab Nasihatul Muslimin advisors for the Muslims. You know, when Moran Abdullah Saab heard about this, he was so elated, he was so. He was, he was so delighted, he was so happy and he said, Hazrat, you kept this name, meaning he thought that I would keep a keen or this or that or the other. And I said to him, this talim is for one and it's for all. It's not for the people of the madaris only or for the Khankas only. It is for the common masses and the people in the bazaars and the marketplaces as well. Islah is zaruri and necessary for all. Look at the surah of the Qur'an in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes oath upon oath upon oath وَالْشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا وَالْقَمَرِ إِذَا تَلَاهَا وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا جَلَّاهَا وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَاهَا وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا وَالْأَرْضِ وَمَا تُحَاهَا وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا After Qasams upon Qasams, Allah Ta'ala says, Undoubtedly, the one who purified it has succeeded. He has become the most successful person. Undoubtedly, the one who purified it has become successful, has succeeded. Islah is farz. It is Farza'ayn. Like how we read Salat. The Ilm for Salat is Farz, farz Farza'ayn. We have to give zakat. Zakat is compulsory. But we have to have that amount of ilm to understand how would we execute this great fundamental of Islam which is called zakat. Similarly, ikhlas. Ikhlas. The, the ilm of ikhlas is also farz-e-ain. Read it. Open the kitab and see it. Shami has written it in Durr-e-Mukhtar. On one occasion, I was giving a bayan, Manana Siddiq Saab was there, and I even mentioned to him, uh, addressing and focusing on him and saying that we have Mishkat Sharif, we go through all the riwayat, etc. But these ahadith are mentioned in Mishkat Sharif. Look at the, uh, uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us about Hasad. What is Hasad? And what are the evil, disastrous effects of hasad? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said that hasad and jealousy will eat away the good deeds of an individual just like how fire will eat away dry wood. It will reduce it to ash. Allahu Akbar, Allahumma nafsi taqwaha anta zakkaha anta wa Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam express total humility and helplessness in the court of Allah. Oh Allah, I can't do it. You help me. You grant piety to my soul. Wazakkiha, you purify it. You are the breasts of those who can purify it. You are the owner of my nafs. You are the guardian of my nafs. Oh Allah, you know, what can I say? This is the ilm, this is the ulum of <inaudible> rahimahullah and Hazam Manasha Wasiullah Ilahabadi. And Hazam Wasiullah Saab used to go on to say that, Oh youth, make dua to Allah. Oh Allah, have mercy on my youth. Isn't it a challenging time where a person is bound to commit so much of sin? Oh Allah, have mercy on my youth. And he is to go on to say that he would address the youth, saying to them saying to them that whoever by and large, generally, commonly, had got the nisbat and grand connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, majority of the time it was in their youth. Therefore do not destroy your time. Hazrat Khaja Muhammad Maasum used to say that Allah is present, He is in front of you. How come you are ghafil? What has make you, made you negligence, ne- negligent? You have abandoned the pearls, the rubies, the diamonds, and you have engaged in the collection of stones. You know, after the demise of Hazrat Shah Wasiullah Sahab, I went to Bombay for the first time and Hazrat Hakim Ajmeri Rahimahullah was there. He was a great alim. And when I gave my bayan there, he was affected deeply. And what did he say? This is it. The ijmal of Hazrat Manashah Wasiullah Sahab. What he mentioned. Just the crux. I mean, his speeches were there. If you want to listen, to the full part of it And you want a good full grounding And understand of it, understanding of it Listen to this man Meaning he said that in Of me Nevertheless You know this year when it comes You get it in your youth It will stay with you It won't be like this When you come to old age It will become depleted And it will not be there, rather it would increase. You follow it, you look after it, it would actually increase. This is that type of an ecstasy. This is that type of an intoxication, I'm speaking, spiritual wise. That, it it is not like that. Meaning that will come to an end or it will go uh, sour. So these are the things that we should become acquainted with. It is very, very easy. We just have to pay a little bit of uh, attention. So this path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also, pur lutf, it's something so enjoyable, something uh, so uh, delightful, something that can be enjoyed. Yes, just a a little bit we have to do from our our side. So, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam's du'a. رَبِّ شُرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَحْلُ الْأُقْدَةَ مِّن لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي So, I was saying we need to introduce this into our talaba. Uh, so, a person who is a Sufi, and he does this and that and the other, he should also have the capacities and the capabilities of the people of the Madaris. And the person who is from the Madaris should also have his touch of the Sufis as well. Allah Ta'ala bless us with both. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala bless us with both. Ilahi <laughs> man tuhi so I was saying that this is necessary for our students. Let me tell you. So, so beautifully, Hazrat Anwi, rahimahullah, has uh, translated this. You know, I'll read from the kitab. The Arabic also is so wonderful. <speaking in Hebrew> وَاتَّحَفَكَ بِوَجُودِ قُرْبِهِ وَأَذَاقَكَ مِن شَرَابِ اَهْلِ وَدِّهِ اللہ اکبر حضرت تانوی رحمہ translates it so beautifully. بیوری بعد حمد و سلام و سلات کہ کو جان لے Allah Taala تجھے اپنے عاشقوں میں کر اور اپنے قرب نصیب کر or apne have ki be ki to to je able or Hamesha to je able apne wasl able e be able to be able to Allahu akbar. to oh my brother, know that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make you from his lovers, and may he bless you with his proximity, and may he make you drink from the goblet of love of the intoxicated ones, meaning intoxicated in the love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. You know Hazrat Shah was We got the here uh, in front of us in so huge numbers and scores. He had his was completely different uh, compared to the other ulama, and he would say during student days, a student should involve himself in shagal and zikr, and he would go on to say that a person for so many years he would be in the madrasa and at the age of 20-25 then he would complete and after that he would think now I'm going to start doing dhikr and shagal and this and that. Uh, very rarely you would find something like this would happen when all those years he would not do that and all of a sudden he would want to then introduce it. No, his thing was that already from student days you should inculcate and make this your habit. You know, Hazrat Manan Shah Wasiullah already from his student days, he would perform such a beautiful salat, a salat of khushu, a, a salat of khudu, even though the students would, would remark and they would say, oh, look at the Sufi now look at the sufi but others who have really seen him with a different eye commented many years down the line at the age when he reached 60 or 70 and they would see say look at this man from his youth from student days his salat was like that and today in his old age his salat is the same full of khushu and full of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the fikr for Islam already from this young and tender age. Man shabba Whoever makes youth on something, on whichever path it would be, he would eventually become old on that path. And whoever becomes old on something would die upon that. And whatever you die upon, you would be resurrected upon that. Allahu Akbar. Rasulullah sallallahu has told us in the hadith, encouraging us, commanding us to command our children to perform salat at the age of seven. But in that very, very same hadith. Now look at this. The first part of the hadith has a hukam. Allama Sha'rani speaks about this year... In, in, in such a manner, uh, he becomes so elated and uh, overwhelmed by the spiritual state. And he says that Rasulullah sallallahu first commanded, in the first part of the hadith, command your children to read Salat at the age of seven. And then the prohibition comes in the next part of the same hadith, in which Nabi sallallahu says that separate their beds meaning the brother and sister separate their beds at this age as well Allahu Akbar uh, you know uh, the, the famous uh, saying ma kull marratin taslim it is not every time that the earthen pot would be uh, saved you know a person is walking he's going with his earthen earthen pot in his hand uh, this is this is a proverb ma kull marratin That the person is going and then they fall. They fall but in all of that they manage to save the earthen pot and it does not crack. But remember not every time will this be the situation. Be careful the next time because the next time when you fall that earthen pot is bound to break. So take your precaution at the age of seven separate their beds. Separate their beds. Look at the Shami Alim. He says so beautifully, so beautifully, he's addressing his Majma in Syria, Egypt, wherever it is, and he's saying, Look at Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Yeah, I mean in the above hadith, I said that Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam is giving the hukam at the age of seven years old. We're talking from a very young tender age to bring all this within us. The Shami alim is saying that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is giving ta'aleem. Ta'aleem of what? Of tawakkul. Ta'aleem of what? Tawheed. Ta'aleem of what? Talim of taqdeer the importance of all these great things that we need to adopt and bring into our lives he's giving this type of talim to a young lad of the age of 9 or 10 years old what has happened to us O people what has happened to us we have reached the age of 70 we don't even know what's the meaning of tawakkul and then Hazrat Wala goes on to say, I am saying he even reaches the age of 80 and even 90 and he doesn't even know those things. If you want success, you have to do something. Do something, do a little bit. In fact, this path is like that. Some amount we have to undergo and do. In fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let his Nabi undergo that as well and then blessed his Nabi sallallahu ta'ala alayhi Wasallam. I'm saying all of this so that our students can also understand the importance of this and they can get some type of insight and foresight to these type of things in our deen, tawazu, humility, In Kisari, Allahu Akbar. So, nevertheless, I'm speaking about the Risala. Hazrat Haji Sab gave the Risala to Hazrat Tanwi, and I was speaking about the other Risala that uh, I gave to Hazrat Munawar Abdullah Kapodrasab. Nevertheless, we continue. A nomad, a Bedouin, comes into the Masjid, and he performs Salat haphazardly, due to which Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam gives him ta'leem. Salli, fa'innaka lam tu salli. Perform your salat again, because you have not performed your salat. But he did not learn the salat anyway. He did not understand that salat. He did not understand how to perform the salat. He performed it again, and Nabi sallallahu Alaihi gave him the same remark. Salli, fa'innaka lam tu salli. You know, I went into uh, the most remote areas in the villages, etc. And I said to the people, look here, there is no facilities for electricity and look at the power outages here in these places. Listen, we have light and electricity in the cities. Here you people may not have that, but just how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching us in that light Even here in the darkness and darkness here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching you people. Allahu Akbar. So this path is very, very simple. We have to make a little type of effort. Understand Tawheed, the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Understand Risalat, the Nubu'at and Prophethood of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the Iman in belief in Qiyamat and the life after death. Now let us make dua. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all with Afiat. Allah aati wa anta zakkaha anta Allah ta'ala bless us with internal and external kamalat and uh, attributes and excellences, rather decorate us with all of them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayah to choose all those things which are necessary for us in our deen. Allah ta'ala give us islah, fiqr for our islah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayah of accepting what we got from our, our mashayikh and practicing upon it. Allahumma inna nas'aluka rizqan tayyiba wa ilman nafi'a wa اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع وقلب لا, يش وقلب لا يخشع وعلن لا تدمع ومن دعاء لا يستجاب لها اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من الفتن ما ظهر منها وما بطن ومن يوم السوء ومن ليلة السوء ومن ساعة السوء ومن صاحب السوء I make الله سبحانه وتعالى ودبركة of the ulama and the talaba that our Allah Ta'ala accept this from us Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat of making amal Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka antas-sami'ul-alim wa tub 'alayna innaka antat-tawwabur-rahim bi hurmat Kareem. nabiyyil karim